Good afternoon and happy Wednesday, everyone. Welcome to episode 63 of Sports Takes Galore. I'm your host, Gabe, and thank you for listening. Coming up in this episode, you will hear my NBA takes and all the happenings and what I see going on in the NBA. And I will do a small tribute to Alex Smith, who retired from the NFL this past Monday. I look back on some of his stats, some of his highlights, and talk about his awesome injury and his great comeback coming up on the other side. And now, without further ado, let's get right into it. I'm going to start my opening take in the NBA. I'm going to start off with the League MVP Award. Now, if you've watched ESPN or Fox Sports, you've listened to Sports Talk Radio, and or if you've listened to various sports podcasts, including mine, you've heard all the talk and debate about who deserves to win this year's MVP award in the NBA. Now, early in the season, most of the talk has been centered around Joel Embiid of the Philadelphia 76ers and LeBron James of my Los Angeles Lakers. But unfortunately for these two men, they have suffered injury and have missed significant time, which disqualifies them from any consideration. But here are the two frontrunners who I believe are the MVP candidates right now. And that's Steph Curry and Nikola Jokic of the Denver Nuggets. Now let's start with Steph Curry for a minute. Now there's a saying in the NFL among the Seattle Seahawks that says, let Russ cook. Referring to Russell Wilson, meaning let Russell Wilson do his thing. I think it's safe to say that the Golden State Warriors are letting Steph Cook, because Steph has been cooking as of late. Steph Curry passed my man, the late Kobe Bean Bryant, as scoring 30 or more points in 11 straight games for a player over 30. And he has been on a tear. He's averaging nearly 40 points a game, 6.6 rebounds, 4.3 assists, And in four of those games, he's hit 10 or more three-point shots. Now, if this is not impressive to anyone, then I don't know what to tell you. As I stated last week, Steph Curry is the game's deadliest shooter. I mean, he hit threes effortlessly. Like a center dunking a basketball for an easy two. And right now... Steph Curry has the Golden State Warriors in 8th place in the Western Conference for the final playoff spot, which means they're going to be eligible for that play-in tournament to see if they're going to make the playoffs. I will say this for the Utah Jazz, number 1, and the Phoenix Suns, number 2. If they have to face Golden State in the first round, it will not be an easy out. Trust and believe it. Now for Nikola Jokic of the Denver Nuggets. He's been averaging 27 points a game this season, 11 rebounds and 8 assists, shooting 56% from the field, including 42% from three-point land. 
Now, how many big men we know over the past decade or so can shoot threes at 42%? Very, not very many. And right now, the Denver Nuggets are in fourth place in the Western Conference. And of course, for the playoffs at the end of the day, they would be facing my Lakers, who's in the fifth spot, and be hosting the game. And they're doing, and he's also picking up the slack for Jamal Murray, who tore his ACL earlier this month and is out for the season. So it's going to be very interesting to see if these two guys get some more love, because I believe they deserve to. Now for my second NBA take. And that's what I call on Sports Takes Galore, the Net Index. There's been some bad news for the Brooklyn Nets, as James Harden has suffered a setback. And it seems like it happened in rehab, as been reported, with his hamstring injury. And it looks like he's going to be out indefinitely. Now, that could be a week. It could be the end of the season. And maybe... Even at the start of the playoffs. Who knows? But there's one thing we need to point out about the Nets. That's something that, that not too many people are talking about. And that's the fact that Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden have played seven games together. Now, this is not what the Brooklyn Nets organization had in mind when they tried to put the super team together. I mean... This could, this could be the biggest factor on whether the Nets make it to the NBA Finals or gets bounced in the playoffs. Because the simple fact is, not playing together for a full season, I mean, how much chemistry and how much cohesiveness are they going to have? I mean, sure, they've been able to get away with it with the regular season, but playoffs are a different story. I mean... They, they need to be able to know each other's tendencies, their strengths and their weaknesses, and when to go, and who to go to who in what situation. That's called situational basketball. So, you can go back to this episode here. If the Nets get bounced in the playoffs before they get to the finals, just remember, I, I was the one that mentioned the fact that they have lack of games together being the biggest factor. Maybe even the most significant factor. Now for my third NBA take, you got to give it up to the New York Knickerbockers. They are on a seven-game winning streak currently. You got to give kudos to Tom Thibodeau and the next coaching staff. He has come in and he has turned this franchise around. He has gotten the best out of Julius Randle. R.J. Burnett, and even Derrick Rose. They're in fifth place in the Eastern Conference. And if the playoffs were to start today, they'd play another surprising team, the Atlanta Hawks. Tom Thibodeau, in my opinion, is the front runner for Coach of the Year. And I would put Nate McMillan a close second. And the reason for that is Nate McMillan is the intern he took over in midseason, where Tom Thibodeau has been there from the beginning. Now for my fourth NBA take, there may be some good news for LaMelo Ball. 
it's been reported that he could actually see some action again this season now that his broken wrist has healed. Now this is a good thing. Now the Hornets are holding on to that final playoff spot, which means they would have to play in the play-in tournament in the East to see if they get in the playoffs. But either way, whether they get in or they don't get in, it would, it's good to see that LaMelo Ball has healed and he could play again. I think the playoffs would be great if the Hornets can make the playoffs and Lomelo gets his first taste of playoff action. In my opinion, he's still the rookie of the year. Now, my fifth NBA take is the New Orleans Pelicans. What is wrong with this team? I mean, this team has too much talent to be on the outside looking in. Their playoff hopes are, sl- are, are, are dwindling. I mean, and the biggest problem is they are not finishers. 12 games this season they have lost because they've blew big leads. I mean, there's just too much talent on this team. Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, Clarkson. I mean, I don't want to kill them too much because they are a young team. But this is something that they need to correct going forward. Now, of course, this all goes back to the coach, Stan Van Gundy. Now, I don't know what it is Stan Van Gundy's doing or not doing. But one thing he should not be doing is ripping his team in the public. Because let's also remember, the buck stops with him. So he needs to do a better job in coaching these young players in situational basketball. Now, I'm not going to call for his head because this is his first season. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. But if I'm the New Orleans Pelicans, they better better be mindful. Or what happened with, with Anthony Davis? What happened with Zion Williams? If they start losing and not going anywhere within the next couple of years, Zion might do what Anthony Davis and said, I want out. And this is something that the NBA cannot afford because they have a big star in a small market like New Orleans. And the last thing they need is him to go to New York or L.A. And speaking of L.A., Reinforcements are on the way. That's right. From my team, the Los Angeles Lakers, Anthony Davis appears to be coming back as early as Thursday when they have the two series, Thursday and Saturday, against the Dallas Mavericks. And it's been said that LeBron's been doing some light work, so he will, he will follow most likely in a couple more weeks, my guess. But again, kudos to my Lakers, even though they've been winning here, losing there. They've held on to that fifth playoff spot. And all I got to say for the first four teams and the rest of the NBA is, enjoy it while you can. Because once Anthony Davis and LeBron get back, and when the playoffs start, it is on. 
Now I'm going to close my NBA take segment with an issue that seems to be plaguing the NBA over the past couple of years, and that's the issue of load management. Now, of course, commentators everywhere, whether they're on TV or talk radio, have been harping on the fact that players, if they're not injured, have been just sitting out of games. Of course, Stephen A. went off on Kevin Durant last week when the Brooklyn Nets were taking on the Philadelphia 76ers and Kevin Durant, who was not injured, who dropped 30 points the previous game, decided to sit out this game. And of course, we all know last year, Kawhi Leonard was the king of load management. But it seems like all this load management has been hurting the ratings in the NBA. Now I'm going to give you my thoughts on this. Now look, if the players are injured, it's understandable. I mean, if they're not 100%, you don't want them to be out there. Because number one, you're not going to get their best. And of course, they risk the fact that they risk the um, fact that they could be injured again. So, no problem there. But the problem is, when players just out of nowhere decided, I'm not going to play this game or I need me a break. Now I get it. Players play back to back. But why is that a problem now? I mean, when I first started watching the NBA as a kid, I mean, there was no there was no such thing as load management. Guys are playing four games in five nights. But it seems like today's players, they just like, I'm just going to take off whenever I want to. That's, that's, of course, that's my issue with Kyrie. But still, they're basically cheating the fans, particularly season ticket holders and maybe even young people who, um, who their parents get tickets for so they can see their favorite player play. And let's just say he's not playing that night. Now, I don't know what the NBA can and, and can really do to effectively change this. But Adam Silva and the players you need to get together to figure out a way to squash this. Because as you can see, the NBA ratings are terrible this year. I mean, they are horrible. I mean, I watch my share games, but... Obviously, I am a big NBA fan. I mean, it's my second favorite sport next to the NFL. But some fans, they just ain't feeling that. So, Adam Silva, Players Union, I'm looking at you guys. Fix this. Or sooner or later, you're going to have more more fans turned off. And your product is going to be watered down to the point where the only time people are going to watch is the playoffs. Now I'm going to close this episode in the NFL. As we, as everyone knows, this past Monday, Washington football team, former quarterback, former 49er quarterback, former Chiefs quarterback, Alex Smith 
announced his retirement from the NFL. Now, Alex Smith has had a, had a crazy but an admirable journey. He was drafted by my 49ers in 2005 as the number one overall pick. Now, the first few seasons has been very turbulent. Var- various coaching changes, you know, injuries. Now, when 2011 came around, I was even asked the question, why are we keeping Alex Smith? But then came Jim Harbaugh in 2011. And he basically said, I want Alex Smith to be my quarterback. So he put his arm around Alex Smith and say, you're my guy, let's go. And what happened? Alex Smith led them to, led the 49ers to the playoffs, 13 and three, and a playoff win over the New Orleans Saints and probably one of the most exciting playoff games I ever watched not just as a football fan, but as a 49er fan. Because as everyone knows, before Jim Harbaugh came along, the 49ers had a decade of horrible seasons. Bad, I mean, various coaching changes, not getting very good players. I mean, nobody wanted to come to San Francisco. That's how bad it was. But getting back to that exciting 2011 playoff game where they beat the Saints 36-32, Alex Smith had 299 yards and three touchdowns. But the highlight of it all was the last four minutes and two seconds where Alex Smith led drives of 80 and 85 yards. On the the 80-yard drive, he ran a 28-yard touchdown where he basically went around the corner. Joe Staley with a nice little block and he just he just ran through, he just walked into the end zone. And then there was the winning touchdown pass to Vernon Davis, which has been dubbed the catch three. And for anybody who doesn't know 40 on the history, catch one was Joe Montana, the Dwight Clark to beat the Dallas Cowboys in 1981 which set off the 49ers dynasty in the 80s led by the great late Bill Walsh the catch too was 1998 where Steve Young was the quarterback they were playing the Packers and Steve Young threw a huge 40 yard touchdown pass to Terrell Owens to beat the Packers That was the catch, too. Now, of course, when the NFC Championship game came, Alex Smith, he didn't have a bad game, but of course, special teams, Kyle Williams, had two costly fumbles, which cost the Niners a chance to go to the Super Bowl. And they were going to face the Patriots. And I personally believe they would have beaten the Patriots. Because the Niners had the defense to, I believe, be able to stifle the Patriots, which even with Tom Brady. Of course, the following year, the Niners 
they were they, they had a good record they were they, they were they picked off a little bit where they left off from then of course Alex Smith gets hurt then enters Colin Kaepernick and of course Colin Kaepernick took the 49ers to the Super Bowl and of course the and of course at the end of the season Alex Smith was let go and was picked up by the Kansas City Chiefs Alex Smith had some pretty decent years with the Chiefs but couldn't get them past the second round of the playoffs so the Chiefs in 2017 decided to pick the heir apparent to him enter Patrick Mahomes now Patrick Mahomes sit behind Alex Smith for a year and then they decided Patrick Mahomes is the future going forward and decide to release Alex Smith and go with Patrick Mahomes then the Washington Redskins picked him up in 2018 and he was having a good season they were 6-4 and four in the in the playoff chase and then came that gruesome injury to his leg which kept him out nearly two seasons he had 19 surgeries almost lost his leg and almost lost his life but last year he was able to make the comeback play a couple of games he was 5 and 1 he had 1582 yards six touchdowns and eight picks and he did get and he did not finish the season because he was injured but Alex Smith decided after the Redskins didn't want him anymore decided it's time to hang it up here is here are his statistics throughout his career he played 174 games. He was 99 and 67 and 1 as a starter. He had 35,650 yards, 199 touchdowns, and 109 interceptions. He had 15 rushing touchdowns and had 2,604 rushing yards. In the playoffs, he was 2 and 5, 14 touchdowns, 2 picks, 220 yards rushing, and 1 touchdown. Now I must say, for Alex Smith, he had one of the most turbulent and admirable careers in the NFL. And of course, he did win this year's Comeback Player of the Year, and well-deserved. For me, that playoff game was my favorite Alex Smith moment. Even though he's not a Hall of Famer, He did have a good career for the most part. So all I have to say for Alex Smith is thank you for that memory of the 2011 playoff game and I wish you much much success in retirement. And now that will conclude episode 63 of Sports Takes Galore. I'm your host Gabe. Thank you again for listening. Thank you for downloading. You can follow this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and wherever you get your podcasts from. 
You can follow me on Twitter at ggsports13. I'd like to thank you again for listening and downloading. Have a wonderful afternoon, and I'll talk to you again soon.